Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Curse of Nineveh. It was written by Mike Mason, Mark Latham, Scott Dorward, and Paul Fricker, and it's available from the Chaosium website. I'm the GM, and this is episode 31. Our recap will be given by John Byram as his character, Felix Matthews. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. John? Ah. ah, just waking up. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Belvedere. Here's your morning coat. Uh, we have coffee and uh, breakfast will be served in a few moments. Thank you. I meant to get with you last night. I just, it was so much. I, uh, I just came, I came in and went straight to bed. I didn't even see you guys. Uh, things... Things have gone bad, Belvedere. Well, yes, sir. You told me about the incident uh, with the cats, as you described it, um, and the loss of two of your friends. Yes. And possibly a third that can't go on, although she wasn't really a, a close friend. Yes. Still, you don't want to see anybody get hurt. How did it go with your other comrades? I don't know. I don't know if they believed me or they didn't. Um, I think they were starting to starting to come around right at the end. But you know, after a while, you can only throw so much at someone and expect them to believe it. Especially with with it being that out of the way, I did go ahead and show them everything. Indeed, sir. Here's your slippers. Ah, thank you. The, uh, uh, Alka-Seltzer? Ah, the fizz, indeed. It's fantastic. I think I'm going to go today. I'll go dry today. It's been a little, it's been a lot. It's been a lot over the last few days. And, uh, starting to wear on me. Yes, indeed, sir. Uh, allow me to make everything as comfortable here as possible for you. Thank you. Thank you, Belvedere. You remember where... Um, you still remember where all the paperwork is, right? Yes, of course. Okay. Good. Be sure everything is that I brought the gifts from uh, from Williams. Make sure that everybody is still ready and armed, because things are things are far from over. I see, sir. Indeed, um, and we'll make sure that we don't have any cats around. I would hope so. I hope so. Right this way, sir. Yep. Uh, here's your breakfast, please. Your napkin. Mm. Enjoy, sir. Yes, thank you. Brrrring. Matthew's residence. Oh, yes, sir. Who's this? This is Audrey Lancaster's. Is Mr. Matthews at home? Ah, Miss Lancaster. Just a moment, please. Sir, Mrs. Lancaster's on the phone. Yeah, I'll take that. Hello? Uh, Mr. Matthews, um, I trust her well. I'm awake and well. Uh, you'll be astonished to learn, or perhaps you won't. We've had another blasted break-in at the museum. Um, 
someone has stolen some of the photographs of Mr. Punchin that uh, Mr. Memes was working on, and it seems as though they know exactly what they were doing. Do you think you can get the, um, your, your friends from the club and drop by? I can't. I'll, I'll go pick up Longton and Munden. Or well, Patrick's Munden. here, of course. Munden, I'm sorry. And Albright. I, you know, I heard that he was making his ways around the club again. So maybe he's come out of, come out of uh, that fog that he was in. Well, that is good news. Uh, you know, you all know so much more about this business than we do. Um, so I'd appreciate your uh, advising, as it were. Right. I'll, it's going to take me a little bit, but I'll be there. I'll be there by noon. Yeah, Mr. Longton's office will know wherever we are. Okay. Thank you. Right. We'll talk to you then. All right. And within a few hours, uh, Matthew, uh, Felix, and uh, all and Fuller, uh, you both arrive back at the Wentworth Club. I'm sorry, you're going to the museum. You go to the museum. Um, it's very easy to find uh, Longton's office. You know where it is. Right. Patrick, do you want to tell them I met Mr. Punchin, or shall I? Uh, you you could fill them in. I've been working on these pa this paperwork anyway, so I'm a little distracted. Very well. Uh, gentlemen, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Munden couldn't join you. Oh, I thought he was already there. <laughs> oh. Hello, gents. Longton was. Hi. Munden is. Hello. Hello. Cheerio. Oh. Um, thank you for coming. I've been here a while. What's up? At <laughs> short notice. Um, yes. Before we um, continue, I, I, I'm afraid I have uh, learned some unfortunate news. Um, I have been told that Mr. Punchin, of your acquaintance, uh, has passed away. And curiously, in addition to his apparently dying in the hospital that he'd been moved to, uh, since his passing, his body has been mislaid? Um, at any rate, uh, you know, condolences. I know that you were, uh, you know, familiar with the gentleman. And here we have our, another problem, uh, yet again. Dirty business. Uh, this is where Mr., if you'll come with me, this is where Mr. Memes was working on his translations. And you, you see, we have some of his notes here. And, you know, he's being quite methodical about the way he laid the photographs out around the room. And these four appear to be missing. We need to determine which they are and um, well, why they were taken and by whom. Where is Memes? Well, Memes has been hospitalized for some weeks. He was overworking himself into a, a real condition. Has anyone laid eyes on him? Um, I don't know. We can make inquiries. What was the means of Punchin's passing? They I wasn't there. back. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. They, they drug me into this business here. Oh, oh, by the way, this is mistranslated. What does it say, Munden? Hmm. Not sure. Wait, wait. Yes, yes, quite. 
dock passage through, not passing through the dock passage. Yes, yes, quite. Go on. Um, rather not. That's rather nasty. Um, hmm. um yes. I'd rather... Mr. Munden, I believe that uh, mm, Mr. Yes. Mr. Punchin, well, he didn't really say much. Mr. Memes was very concerned about anyone speaking aloud the text from these scrolls. Hmm. So if you it's, want to translate them for us, you might want to do it in smaller bits or something. I mean, it's yeah, all just silly superstition, yes. of course, but... Mr. Munden. Maybe look at those. Yes, yes, yes. Um, do a, a spot hidden wall. Uh, that, that'd be hard. Oh, you passed. Okay. Yes. Well, what you notice when you're looking at the photographs is that memes had uh, with a, a pen or a marker of some, some sort, had sort of sectioned off parts of the, the, the script as it was um, written on Punchin's body. So he had, he had, had made outlines around certain things. And then he had put little code letters and numbers on the uh, on the uh, the points of of things, uh, so that because he realized that it was sort of randomly distributed over the body, and that it could only be read correctly in correct order. So he had managed to start piecing together that this piece goes with this piece, followed by this piece, followed by this piece here and so forth, um, what seems to be missing, other than the photographs uh, that are untouched, or the, one, the, the few photographs that you already had, not you, but these gentlemen had, that, that aren't marked at all, uh, it just looks like four random photographs have been pilfered. Um, they don't seem to be connected. They don't seem to be... Well, maybe one of them is connected, but they they seem like they were just possibly the four top ones in a group that were just sitting there on the desk. What? Uh, well, I think I figured it out. What were the pictures of? They were the pictures of Punchin's back or side or... His back? Or I'm leg. I'm just trying to figure out if it's a hard-to-reach area that these are pictures... From like we had to shave his head. No, not that. necessarily. They were clear pictures. It it looks like they just took them. What was on the top here? It doesn't look like there was any rhyme or reason for them to uh, to uh, select the photos that are missing here. Question for the GM: uh, We didn't looks like an give, opportunity. Did we give him the complete set of pictures, or we had left some out? Well, first of all, your He's set of pictures. Your set of pictures was never complete. Okay. Um, but you did hold some of the pictures back and you never gave them to memes, but now you have produced them. I believe that Felix gave them to Audrey. Right, but they didn't go to memes. No. Okay. Yeah, we were always too uncertain about his stability to give them the complete set. So the 
the mystery is why these particular four, but at, at glance, it doesn't make any sense why these particular four. They weren't in order. It's like they just grabbed them. It's like they just grabbed them. Um, Ween means examine, was examining these photos. What did these four photos represent? I mean, was it a piece of script that you remember? It was, it was uh, part of the, uh, um, what would have ultimately been the scrolls of infinite darkness or something like that. Mm -hmm. What are the states of Means's notes? Uh, does he have a, a, a book in the office where he was translating or did that go away with him to home? Uh, he does. Um, that was locked in his safe. Um, if you need access to it, Audrey can probably probably knows the combination. I want to also call whatever the equivalent to HR would be and see if I can get his home address. Uh, whose home address? Mm, not the guy that died. The memes uh, is memes, right? Um, that's not a problem. Uh, Audrey can once again get that. Audrey is is partly in administration, so of the the museum, so she knows everybody. I was wondering about that. Do I answer directly to Patrick Longton? Is that the chain of command? You answer to anyone who's a curator. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So I, uh, yes, I'll, I'll I'll speak to the ladies in the office, and we can get you the um, information on Mr. Memes. Uh, I'll see if we can find out uh, where he is in hospital and if he's available to speak as well. And I'll go and chat with the ladies because that's what we ladies do. Okay, so you you leave to go. Uh, After opening up the safe so that they can look at or his cabinet or whatever, where wherever Memes' notes would be. All right. You find the notes, um, they're, they're fairly extensive, and you can see that his writing uh, became more and more erratic as, as he went on. So they're, they're all dated, but as the dates uh, ascend, he, his scribbling becomes more and more scribbling, and he was obviously mentally uh, under distress if you will. There are also a number of spots in there where he says, you know, do not read this aloud under any circumstances. The curse it, is real. Uh, given that I do not want to uh, have it inscribed upon my own flesh, um, is there anything illuminating in the text that we look at? Or is it a lot of mumbo jumbo and? A lot of it seems like you know, mumbo jumbo. Um, the, 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 the English translation is very difficult. Uh, his first transcription of it is mostly phonetic in um, what would have been Assyrian, at least the uh, best guess what, what Assyrian would be at the time. Um, it seems to say a lot about uh, uh, bringing about uh, a new age 
by releasing some sort of great power uh, that is Nabu. Opening some sort of a portal or gate. I think that we would be well served in taking these photos with us because this museum is about as popular as a subway station. People are coming in here left and right. I don't trust the security. Under any other normal circumstances, That's... I would say absolutely not, but I agree with this one. Mr. Matthews, you weren't kidding when you, you said doom and gloom and wow. Wow. You're not looking entirely well, Mr. Matthews. Do you feel, uh, did you sleep comfortably? Uh, it just, I have dreams. Um, it's, 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 it's fine. They'll go away. They always do. Hmm. I'll be fine. I just, um, maybe I just need some air. A lot of air, a lot of room, a lot of, maybe just a little, little break to get away from, from all this for, for a bit. Perhaps what you need is a little nip. Hand him my flask. My new hobby, day drinking. Ah, uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. I used to day drink. Didn't help much. As I recall, the last time you uh, described going to the country to get some fresh air, a man was impaled upon a high tree trunk. You know, I uh, also had some childhood trauma. If you'd like to bring up any more sore shit, Audrey, thank you. <laughs> language. I've spoken to you about the language. Really is not very gentlemanly. I hope you appreciate it. Is it time to tell him about the, the cat lady? Oh, no, no. You guys went? Yeah. Oh, yes. Some of you, uh, I, I believe in the notes that we read, uh, you know some uh, officers of Scotland Yard. Perhaps you can um, inquire about what looked terribly to me like an impromptu grave. We called the police. Yes, yes, okay. but what, what happened? Yeah, I don't know. That was last night. We need to follow up with that phone call also. I would. I would, definitely. That's what I would do. You're the one who talked to him. Wow. You will. You should. You're well, that's fan. what I'm saying. Whoever of you knows someone on Scotland Yard, why don't you phone them and find out what they found in that? They didn't ask me much. Just that's true. And he said, get back to me. They haven't got back to me yet. Somebody with an inside connection might be able to get information that would not be disseminated to us. Well, that'll be one of you guys because I don't want to have anything to do with them. I don't want to be around them. I was in the house when it all went down. I really don't want to show my face to the yard. Well, Munden, you and made the initial call. You should be the one to follow up, I would assume. That makes sense. Okay. Yes, I could, but I don't really. All right, right, right on. Uh, I'll go make that call. Just use my phone right here. Oh, oh, phone. Yes, phone. Good. Thank you. You, you have a phone in Mr. Means's office. It's most regular. 
I was thinking we were in my office. <laughs> Use Mr. Oh, Meme. Oh, we could go back, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's likely that this, the, whoever the secretary would be would have a phone, but uh, the people in their offices probably wouldn't have direct phones. Um, in any case, uh, you make the call. Uh, do a luck roll, Mr. Munden. Standard success made it. All right. Um, let me make something else. Um, you speak with, uh, it takes a few minutes to reroute the calls and so forth, but you're eventually speaking to a, a, a Detective uh, um, Fenton, who, uh, first of all, he asked you a few questions, and would you mind coming in to be asked some more questions. Um, Not at all. Uh, you mentioned that it was a friend of yours who had gone disappeared, yes. who had disappeared. Um, possibly two, yes. What, uh, what was your friend wearing by chance? Um, I don't know what he was wearing at the time, but he generally wears a uh, standard uh, um, um, clothing, um, standard, uh, standard casual suit, uh, and, uh, with usually a, a, a sage color shirt and, and tie in the, uh, modern style. Well, we have reason to believe that the body that was found, um, body. what there was of it, uh, was, uh, uh, possibly uh, associated with the terrorist group uh, that had recently been discovered in uh, in uh, uh, London. Do you know any? Do you by chance know anything about these uh, children of tranquility? I can't say that I do, other than they were caught underneath the British Museum, like. They were saying that they were being uh, tunneled in. You read that in the newspaper. Yes, yes. Mm. Well, I don't think that it's your friend. You'll have to keep looking for your friend then, unless your friend was uh, uh, an Iranian terrorist. Iranian? I, I, oh. Crazy, crazy times is uh, the Iranians are going about. Next, they'll be it, the Iraqis. Anyway, that's the gist of your conversation. We should have let them. Should never let them left the empire. Not at all. We should have kept administration control, sir. And uh, as far as the the what's going on with Mrs. Lewis, it's none of your it's none of your business. You're not really. No, no, no involved, I, I wouldn't. But... I wouldn't. Yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna go over to to the people. Uh, tell them what happened and and. Uh, Say yes, it's. They say one of those uh, Iranian terrorists uh, that were discovered, um, that that you all had discovered, was involved, and was oh. that was what was left in the grave. It was a grave. That is dreadful, and and also very suggestive. They must have thought that yes. that she had the eye, as well as you did. I wonder. 
Well, the, the not, cats not, dug the grave for her. Not only that, that, that they, they said something about um, not troubling uh, uh, the, the, the miss of the house. They seem rather adamant about that. That well, damn like, house should be burned to the ground. It's a lovely house, uh, even if it is kind of disheveled. Nothing wrong with a little disheveled. It was a handsome home, and I, I don't think those cats should be bothered. I don't think they're it's malicious. Bother a cat. You don't think they were malicious? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Albright. You know, I, I, one of them spoke to me, you see. Um, I just think that they shouldn't have been, you know, pestered. What's that all about, Archery? When you were in the back, you know, uh, finding that unmarked grave, I was on the porch and one of the cats spoke to me. Uh, which is perhaps the only reason I give any of your ridiculous stories any credence whatsoever. And what does a cat say? And it just told me that she wasn't at home. And I would have thought I was just, you know, it was an idle thought, but I asked it a question aloud and it seemed to respond. Hmm. How peculiar. I would have thought a cat would have asked for a fish. These Maybe cats seem extremely self-sufficient. By which um, I do not mention that they were probably chock full of your good friends. Uh, I would like... Um, I would like Audrey to do a spot hidden role. Mm. 36 is a normal success. Okay. So as you're sitting there talking with the, the others, um, you're very serious about what you're saying to them. And as you're saying it to them, you look around and you realize that Felix is not there. Hmm. That at some point he slipped out. Gentlemen, your friend, Mr. Matthews, uh, did did he mention where he was going? No, no, I did see him leave. Where did he go? This would not be the first occasion in which he was caught wandering around the museum without authorization, would it? Probably not. He's an incorrigible I gentleman. I know how many times he's been here. <laughs> um, uh, Patrick, do you think we should call security? I, I don't think so. I mean... We're all I mean, in it together at this point. I don't think he wishes ill. After all, we gave them passes a few nights ago, and they're the ones that, that alerted authorities to the actual uh, invasion from tunneling up. I mean, if he was going to take something, he would have done it that night. Well, I mean, the fellow doesn't seem entirely well-balanced, though, you must admit. What I can do is alert security, not that he's doing anything, but if they see him, to pass the word on to come back to mine or your office. But well, that seems a generous approach, but uh, perhaps also best not to alarm everyone, yes. We've had enough uh, 
issues here though, this last week. No need to get everybody riled up again. Uh, I'd like to bring up another matter. Um, I don't wish to um, be inconsiderate of those who are deceased or missing, but does anyone know anything about Mr. Harcourt's estate? If he's only gone missing, and if Mr. Munden has only implied to Scotland Yard that he might be, uh, I understand that it was his name on the um, safety deposit box, the bank that holds the horn, which I would like very much to retrieve for the uh, display when we open the temple. Adim? No, Mr. Harcourt. Oh. Mr. Mr. I don't know anything about that. Lamontov bought it at auction, but he only took the empty box home, as I understood, and it was Mr. Harcourt who deposited it to the Bank of London. Uh, Did he have it? Was there a secondary key, or is there someone we can speak to? We might. Well, no. Felix seems to be pretty nifty at getting into places like you know. Unfortunately, Audrey, but maybe that will come to our advantage in this case. The locksmith has been by, just so you know. Excellent. 28 pounds. 28 pounds, but it's a much better lock. I think we could somehow see for the museum to uh, reimburse you for that. We could file it under something. I appreciate that very much, Patrick. Um, so, I don't know, Keeper, do we want to worry about uh, Reginald Harcourt and his missing person file and all of that? Or should we expedite things with a second key or something? I think we should just get things done as quickly as possible. The museum is scheduled to open the exhibit, well, it's not tomorrow, but it's not that far off and everything needs to be in place. I'm sorry, was there a question for me? There, there was. Um, uh, do we want to expedite the matter of the safety deposit box or do we want to play through that? I think you need to play through it. Okay. Um, so, well, well, I guess my concern there is that if he's a missing person for 24 hours now, it's going to take a couple of days before he could, it's going to take a while before he can be declared anything official and then we have to get family and I don't know how that works. Right. Or we break into Harcourt's house and find the key. I don't know what, I just don't want to derail things unnecessarily for some side adventure that's completely manufactured. No, you can feel free to explore and, and uh, create the game as ghosts. We're a little off the rails. That's awesome, actually. <laughs> what there, rails? There's a, chance we, there's a chance I might be able to gain admittance to, to Mr. Hardcore's house. I've, I've visited him there several times and, uh, and talked with his staff. I'm sure they'd recognize me. Yes, that's promising. Uh, and it would be a good idea to inform the staff that Mr. Hardcourt is, is missing. 
Well, indeed, and perhaps the authorities as well. I, you know, if Mr. Matthews can be trusted, he's the only one who... The authorities do know. It's, I don't know if they've gone to the, his household yet. Um, well, it's been, you know, 48 hours since your first visit to Mrs. Lewis's home. So if he still hasn't turned up, and I assume we have rung a few times and not gotten an answer, At least the police have been to the house. We know that he's not lying in the basement with a broken leg. Exactly. Uh, but we don't know where he is or what's happened to him. If the fate of Cyrus Finley is true, like the others had said, I, if somebody doesn't turn up in two days, I'm going to go out on a branch and say they're probably deceased also. As unfortunate as it may seem, it might be reality. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm afraid we have to assume the worst at the very least uh, under the circumstances, what with the violence that um, has already occurred. We could visit his home. Well, actually, there's no real reason to do that we can go to the police department expedite getting the horn back the police will not turn over a safety deposit box key excuse me excuse me is it not stolen property uh does it not oh, belong to the museum that we would need stolen a... from same it's not as though we have a bill of lading i'm afraid and then we have to go, we need to get a barrister and see the courts and... Okay, then in that case, I have a receipt for the horn. It was bought with my money. Bingo, good sir. Oh, that's a very good point. Yes, yes. He was just holding on to it for safekeeping for you. Ooh, I'm getting a little bit like that. Matthew's character. <laughs> what? Don't let him rub off on you, Patrick. Gentlemen must remain gentlemen. I concur whole, wholeheartedly. Thank you, Arjun. Well, I would say let's let's have a visit to to Mr. Harcourt's house, and then we can take it from there. Well, there's also the question of the uh, Eye of Lamatsu. Hmm. Do we b believe that this Philip Church actually holds it at this point? If if the cat lady didn't have it, that was the only other resting place for it. I mean, her belief, as I understand it, was that, that he had arranged for it to be stolen or had stolen it himself. Has anyone spoken to him? No, no one. You know, it's not impossible that he's a reasonable gentleman. I mean, we could uh, pay a call on him and see if he is home. Uh, Where is that Matthews gentleman? Mm. I don't like the idea that he's wandering around without a minder. Mr. Mr. Albright, you have no clue where Mr. Matthews went, did you? You? Will you? He comes and goes as he wills. 
If he's smart, he'll go to the bar. Well, the which so bar? Close it. The British Museum bar. It's <laughs> it's it's next to the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, Mr. Oldbright. I, he looked a bit uh, as though he weren't entirely recovered from yesterday's indulgences. You know that I'm standing right here? As I was speaking to you, Mr. Oldbright. We should probably mention that Fuller's got scratches on it. I mean, rather oh. nasty red scratches. Prob probably stitches. Um, I don't mean to be indelicate, Mr. Albright, um, but some of the stories that your friends have told me seemed a little preposterous, and yet you seem to have been uh, rather scraped up yourself. Uh, what exactly did happen in Mrs. Lewis's house? I wouldn't believe it, and I lived through it. But you do believe it, because I you was there. Did you see what happened to Mr. Uh, Albright, uh, Mr. Um, Harcourt? No, he went upstairs, disappeared. Last I saw him, he was on the stair landing, and I never heard from him again. But oh. we know what happened. We know what happened to our other compatriot. Mr. Finley? Yes. And you really think that, you really are saying that ordinary house cats Hundreds of cats, maybe thousands of cats. It's wow. also unrealistic. It's hard to believe, but then again, then again, he's not here, is he? No, it oddly fits. Um, Mr. Mundum, that uh. Constable you spoke to didn't say anything about the way in which the uh, child of tranquility that they found how his met his end. Um, they they said what was left of him, <laughs> uh, suggesting quite that he was um, well, not in a full state, as it were. I wonder how they identified him. And what does that tell us? For one. It tells us that the children of tranquility are still looking for the other pieces. Or maybe they were looking earlier and uh, this one chap happened to run afoul before the, the, his compatriots were captured. That grave was fairly recent. It couldn't have we been saw no, We saw no grave when we were there. That's all I can say. Perhaps it would do us well to find this Mr. Church and see if he has it before the cats come again. Uh, Fuller, Let's... do an idea roll. I made it uh, just a standard. Yeah. You guys never walked around the back of her property, so you wouldn't have seen it. I know. I just said we didn't see it. I mean, it, you can apply whatever. Well, it seems like, um, it seems to me, 
in order to reacquire the stolen artifacts, uh, we have to approach this church fellow, um, and we have to make some sort of arrangements about Mr. Harcourt's effects. Um, unless, you know, uh, your Mr. Matthews uh, intends to break into Reginald's home and see if the key is in his personal linen drawer. Anything is possible with that gentleman. I should say Sir Patrick. So, so Mr. Matthews hat was behind, oh, not Mr. Matthews, but Mr. Uh, Harcourt was behind uh, this whole thing with the thorn? Uh, as uh, I understood from the notes that we saw at the club, Mr. Harcourt is, uh, and, 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 and Mr. Gamontov concocted the scheme where uh, Mr. Gamontov would pretend to take the horn home while it was deposited in the Bank of London. Mm. And so if we have only his key, then we have to acquire it from his person or from his home in order to retrieve the horn and place it in the temple and its rightful niche. I don't, I don't honestly think mind. that that horn will ever see the inside of this museum. And why is that, Mr. Albright? It was here once. Yes, once. And we've recovered so many other artifacts. We've recovered the, the, um, and yet, you the still golden break-ins. Well, that is a matter, and Patrick, we'll be talking with the director, I think, about that shortly. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with our current structure of security, and yet it seems to be continually failing us. Your security is a revolving door with a welcome mat to any would-be thief who'd come along. We have had a number of incursions. It's extremely frustrating. When we do get the temple complete, I think we should have a 24-hour guard on it. Yes, absolutely. At least uh, one. At least one, yes. Um, well, I'm going to the directory and see what information I can find out in this Patrick Church. It says he's in Sudbury, is it? Sutton. Sutton. Um, do you have any, does anyone object to me phoning him uh, with a friendly inquiry? That's quite all right with me. Anything to move it, you know. Perhaps we can glean some information from that. Um, what shall I say? Shall I say that, uh, shall I say that Miss Lewis had a break-in and we're concerned about his, and someone's concerned about his safety? Should I come out, right, and say, uh, I believe you have a relic that belongs rightfully in the British Museum? I wouldn't want to spook him if he, no. yeah. Uh, get his trust, be, be friendly. That, that'll, that'll be the best way. Let's, uh, let's not bodge into this one like it sounds like the others had with uh, Miss Lewis. Do you think there's a regular meeting of the cat fanciers that we could just try to join? That's not going to get us into his home. What'll get us into his home? We don't need to necessarily get into his home. We just need to connect with Gun. him. 
Well, the question is, I mean, if he has the eye of Lama Tzu, he's probably not going to admit it. Of course not. I would so that's why we'd want him to his home. Then let's do the only thing we can do and break in. Preposterous idea. So it's a little bit heavy-handed for just going in right away. For a group of gentlemen from a respected club, you seem to have awfully uh, criminal uh, instincts, I must say. And yet, we've touched more of the artifacts than you have. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Mr. Mr. Albright, um, Just wanted to ask you on, on something here rather quickly. Mr. Matthews mentioned something of, uh, of uh, Mr. Delgado being involved in all this mess. What could, is there anything you could enlighten us on, perhaps more than what Mr. Matthews had said? He really didn't touch on it very much. I don't remember on Delgado. My hmm. mind is a little out there lately. Fair enough, fair enough. Just thought I'd ask. All right, so what are your plans? Um, we'll say that this conversation is taking you quite a while. You've looked over the stuff that you have. Uh, you've discussed what you're going to do, but what are you, what are you going to do? Making a phone call is just going to make church spook. He's obviously not going to tell you. He's holding stolen property, so I don't really see breaking into his house as all that criminal. I mean, he is a criminal himself. Why don't we just get the yard to raid his place? Quite, quite. That's a capital idea. And Let's then, the the eye will sit, then the eye will sit in the evidence room for a year or two. Well, Audrey and I can commission some facsimiles of the missing items put them into the exhibit and open up, bingo, bingo. And within a year, you'll, you'll have the eye. Yes. Idea rolls. Those of you who are there. Ooh, hard. I um, have an intelligence of 90 and I still failed. That's what I was going to say. I have a 90 intelligence and I got a 97. Well, I got a 93, so I'm smarter than you are. All right. Uh, if you call Scotland Yard and tell them that you think somebody might have something in their house, would you please go raid them? They won't do it. Mm. <laughs> they will question what you are doing. But Mrs. Lewis, the cat lady, said he had it. You're quite right, Mr. Albright. We might, we, we, we need to get some more information on this whole matter before even considering that. Hmm. So, so uh, uh, Mr. Munden, you've already found errors in Mr. Means's translation. Quite, quite. Uh, not, 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 not too many errors. It's only, only more uh, arrangement errors than uh, outright errors. He was actually very thorough, except till the end here when he was uh, getting a little sloppy. And with his photographs that uh, Patrick culled from your collection, we can probably complete the translation. 
but that still won't bring us the scrolls which we would like to put in the temple. Do you have any idea where the, temp the scrolls themselves might be? I have no idea, no clue. Then we should move forward either with Mr. Church or with uh, the key to the safety deposit box. I would, I would go with the, uh, the try to, to work the key first. Uh, we, we could probably work within those means and then perhaps figure out a way to approach the situation with uh, Mr. Church. I've phoned Mr. Harcourt and he hasn't answered. None of you have seen him. Mr. Matthews yeah. thinks that he vanished. Um, has anyone been to his home? That's what I'm saying. I think maybe we should stop by there and see what's going on. Especially if he has vanished, he might be there. Perhaps hiding. Perhaps he's injured. Yes, at home. Let's go to Mr. Harcourt's. What say him? Um, yes, but before, we'll say that about two hours has gone by with your discussion. And as you're just getting ready to go do something, um, uh, in walks Mr. Matthews. Oh, you guys are still here. Mr. Matthews, where have you been? What, are you writing a book? I have things I do. I have a life outside of this museum. Well, quite, quite. Yeah. You know, you expect a great deal of trust from us, Mr. Matthews, and yet you seem do to I? offer nothing in return. Do I ask for a whole lot of trust, Miss Lycaster? I think so. You tell us preposterous tales. If you expect that to, out to be true. You uh, violated my personal privacy. Let's just hear the man out. He, he did apologize. I'd like to hear him out. Where were you? Where have I, you been? I went to the psychiatric hospital. Did you see Mr. Memes? No, I didn't see Mr. Memes. I went to see uh, Mr. Lewis Wayne. Ah, uh, the cat fellow. How's Mr. Wayne? As well where I thought once he was uh, absolutely insane, maybe, I mean, he's no different than he was before, but now what he says seems to carry a little more weight with me about the cats. Right, he's afraid of them, yes? Yes. Philinophobia. So. And, uh, yeah, and he's afraid of cats. And the, uh, you know, for the most part, he's, I mean, nothing's really changed. He, um, I don't know. I I was really, I don't know what I was looking for when I went there. Maybe I was looking for answers that he doesn't have. But I got nothing extra. I got nothing more than what we learned when the group of us went there. So mm. I see. I well, I had to get out of the room with all the relics. It was, it, it, the walls were, it felt like the walls were closing in on me. I was starting to panic and I thought it best I just leave. Right, so. right. I understand panic. More of your shell shock, I see. Well then, um, we were just about to go to uh, Mr. Harcourt's residence and see if we could, uh, you know, if he's if he is at home, and if not, what we can determine there regarding retrieving the key to the safety deposit box, which contains the horn. Uh, as I understand it from the notes in the club, uh, he uh, was the last person. He was the person who opened the account with the safety deposit box to, yeah. to hide the horn. Yeah, he was. Well, we can go if you'd like. I would like. I'd like to make sure that he's not at home. What, 
and also the um, the other fellow, Lewis's. Well, wait, he's part of the Cat Fanciers Club, though. I was just thinking church. We should also go see church, but um, I, I don't really want to go to a house that's filled with cats again. No. And I think that he might have a few. Well, he's a cat fancier, so I suppose it would be only logical. I guess I could wait in the car. But uh, Mr. Munden mentioned that that uh, that uh, Mrs. Lewis was a, uh, a, a servitor of Bast. You don't think that churches as well? Could be. It no could idea. be a whole cult of them. He but, managed to steal it from her. I wonder how. Audrey, you're starting to sound like them now. Let's go to Harcourt's and see if we can, uh, let's see if, if he did leave that key somewhere. And hmm. so we shall. May I make a suggestion before we leave? Just came to me. Um, if the issue is going to this uh, cat, what's the gentleman's name? I can't remember. Oh, who's um, the other cat? Philip name? Church. Mr. Church, yes, yes, quite. Um, this Mr. Church. Um, perhaps we could get him away from his uh, domicile into an area where there wouldn't be any issues with his cats. Okay. Um, what, what's it called? What's it called? Um, I, I read a novel about that. Neutral Ground. Yes, quite. Neutral Ground. Sure, that'd work fine. We want to do that after we go to Harcourt's. Quite, quite, yes, sure. Okay, quite. So we're gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and get in the car. And uh, let's see here, getting cash. And so this right. is the famous Chatton wagon. Out of curiosity, Tom, um, since I was indisposed last week, did they retrieve? Finley's body from the house? You don't know. You haven't really been talking to the police, so you kind of just curled up into a ball. Well, I mean, she was seriously injured herself. She might have even died. She's in the hospital. Um, but you don't, I mean, there's a lot of details you don't know. Okay. All right. So you all get into the chat and wagon and, uh, Felix drives you over to, uh, Harcourt's house. Um, uh, the lights are off. Um, is it a house, uh, 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 David, or is it a, an apartment? I would assume it's a, it's a rather nice flat, I don't think. I mean, we definitely lived in London. We didn't ever go there in games, so it wasn't ever realized. Okay. Would there be other uh, part of a tenement with other, other people? or? You know, what I picture actually is something like... Uh, Downing Street, where it's pretty low. Everybody's got a separate door, but the buildings are shared. 
So there'll be an upstairs tenant and a downstairs tenant. Okay. But they won't, you know, they're all separate residences. Right. All right. So we'll say Harcourt's is a downstairs uh, uh, tenement. There is an upstairs, but that's somebody else. But it's a nice, nice area. Um, I also don't really have any sense in 1926 whether somebody could be well off and not have staff of some kind. I just don't know that factually. Maybe Harcourt liked cleaning. You know. Or had someone in once a week but didn't have another one living in. Right, right. I take a lot of meals at the club, so I don't need a cook. So all right. So you arrive in the front of the where the flat is. Um most of you haven't been there, but uh uh there it is in front of you. Uh the lights are off. It's now late afternoon. I'm going to stroll up to the door. Right. I remember it's it's kind of tough to even walk up here, knowing that he's missing and knowing all what all we went through. Um, I'm going to knock just all in right. case, but I've got this sick feeling in my gut that it's not going to be an answer. You can see also that there is a small pile of mail, um, and there's no answer. And he hasn't been answering his phone. Um, I've tried a number of times. Uh, the mail suggests that, that he hasn't been here. I'm, I'm going to try the door. Just It's locked. I'll, I'm, I'll, let's see. I don't even know if I have any of that. Yeah. I'll, I'm going to try to... To jimmy it? Just jimmy it or even pick it is fine. I've got a little bit of that. Um, I've got, tw I passed a locksmith roll with a 21 on 41. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you just, uh, you, you go there and covertly you sort of, you know, fiddle with the lock and it, it, it pops. Uh, I would like Audrey especially to do a spot hidden roll. Uh, regular success, 55. All right. Um, you see that he tries the doorknob and it's locked. And then a second later he tries it and it's not locked. Hmm. Um, after some, so you see that he, he did something. Mm -hmm. Oh, so could you guys give me just a minute? I, um, but no, with no answer, he was my friend. Just yes. give me one second. And I kind of scoop up all his mail and put it in a nice neat stack. And I go in, I turn on a lamp, set his mail down on his table. You know, I mean, I might, he might be coming back, but I still have that. I've just got that sick feeling that I'm not going to see him again. It's a, it's a rather simple flat, uh, some nice, simple furniture. Um, he has a, a a bureau, not a bureau. Uh, is it a bureau? Like with a roll top, with you know where you put your correspondence and your mail and your, your stationery. Yeah, something like that. Um, and it's got other stuff on it stacked up. Um, that's where you set the mail. And uh, other than that, the room is chilly. 
the heat hasn't been on. Um, there, are, there are no odd smells because he didn't keep food here usually. Look at the doorknob and specific areas in the flat that would be common for hands. Do we see anything like finger no, uh, fingerprint uh, powder stuff? Are you, are you going in? Yes. I'm going, I'm following right after Felix and hurrying from room to room in case he's somewhere here injured. I was going to stand in the doorway and just, I don't All really right. have a purpose to be there. I'm you don't see any, you don't see any kind of powder or anything like that. It doesn't look like anybody's been in here. And the bed hasn't been slept in. Oh, correct. And maybe there's a potted uh, fern in the corner that's really dry. The aspidestra hasn't been watered. It's terrible. Um, right, and the grate is cold. Um, well, uh, wherever he disappeared to, he's not here, clearly. Uh, is there a desk as well as a credenza? I don't know what a credenza is, but... It's, a, it's okay. The bureau, but I think... Okay. With the um, cubbies. There's a couple of tables, uh, but they're fairly clean. Um, they're, the credenza is more or less his desk. There's a chair in front of it. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm yeah. looking for a key, but I think he probably had it on his person. But I'm opening drawers if they're unlocked. Okay. Um, uh, the drawers are unlocked. Uh, go ahead and do a spot hidden for me. 83. I'm distressed. All right. My eyes are a little blurry. You're, you're looking through his stuff, and uh, you do find uh, perhaps some correspondence between the two of you. Uh, which upsets you. Uh, you find bills, you find, uh, you know, things like that, but you don't find any kind of key. He probably has a bank book as well, but that wouldn't have anything to do with the, it probably isn't even the same bank. Um, I, I bet he put the bank, I mean, I bet he put the horn in a bank that he wasn't part of because there's a degree of anonymity involved. Well, you do find a bank book for the Bank of London. Mm. Um, you find that most of his bills, he's got like an accounting book that he made sure everything, you know, showed where it was going. Um, now, there's a couple of other rooms in here. One of them is a kitchen. And one of them looks like he converted uh, a guest bedroom into a kind of a collection of artifacts. Um, some of them are cuneiform tablets. Some of them are object to art. Uh, it's not a huge collection, but, and you don't recognize anything. You recognize what these things are, mm -hmm. but they're unimportant, um, interesting pieces, but things that you, know, you wonder how he would have obtained these because they're not like things you can just buy. 
I think he did reminisce about having been in a dig at some point, but that wouldn't necessarily mean that he got to keep any things. Um, and there's nothing, I mean, of course, the horn's not here. There's nothing else that seems significant about his collection in itself. Right. Um, but it's a good place to hide something, though. So I'm going to poke around a little bit if the glass case is open and whatnot. Okay. I'm yeah. around myself too. All right. Why don't you all do spot hidden this year? You're looking around the room. That's a twenty-four. That's a hard success. Okay. Extreme odd seven. Damn. Um, it, 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 <laughs> it seems to you that uh, that Harcourt was meticulous. Um, all of his little objects are well well uh, cleaned. They're dust free. Uh, the glass cabinets. Uh, once you start going through, you realize there's really not much of a place you can hide anything in there, and so you don't really find anything in, in, in the cabinets or with his collection. Maybe there's meticulously little detailed notes that say, you know, this is from the 25,000 or well, whatever, 2500 AD, whenever, whenever they would have been. I slump into a nice uh, armchair in his little, uh, you know, study slash place and say, he's really never coming back, is he? I see her and uh, just like you pat her on the shoulder, you know, being nice, that's all. And I turn and walk away. All right. So we'll say after you're there for an hour or so. You, if there's not that much to go through. Um, Are there any keys at all? Probably not. They're probably all in one key ring. Yeah. On his person. In his pocket, probably. Um, actually, we'll say that you find like a mailbox key or, or something like that. But other than that, you don't find any kind of uh, safety deposit key or anything. Well, Mr. Matthews, Mr. Albright, you knew him for a longer period than I did. Um, surely there's someone you could find to inform that he's missing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll... we'll um... We'll make a report. You know, I saw him go into a room. That was the last, the very last thing that I saw him do. We were at the top of the stairs in the Lewis house. And he walked into a, a I'm guessing it was a bedroom. It was one of the doors. And then things went absolutely crazy. So... I mean, I know this doesn't help, being that we can't go, you know, I can't go to that house and point it out, but. Well, and, you know, not, the police have been there now, so we know that he's not in that room. Yeah. It's just gone. But then you're going to have to sift through the litter box. Excuse me. All right, so what's your next move? 
Well, it's this church fellow, isn't it? That's all we have left is this church fellow for now. That's it. And it's now later afternoon, so. It's after tea hour. Um, I thought that Mr. Was it Mr. Albright who suggested earlier that if we could get him out of the house, uh, it might be efficacious. It was Not Mun me. Uh, Munden said something me. about that. It was Munden, yes. Sorry, Mr. Munden. Um, uh, if Mr. Matthews, you'd like to drive us, uh, we can try on the way to concoct a story that I can lure him out with while you ransack his home for the stolen artifact. I can't go to his house. He's got cats. Well, he's a cat fancier. That doesn't mean he owns cats. It would be... Well, you're right. He might just fancy them. It is worth a shot. Also, or you could try to lure him out. You know, take him to some low public house. I'm sorry. I don't know of any of those, Miss Leicester. All of my places are mostly above board. I could. I shall never take your word for that. Perhaps one day I can take you on a tour of all the above board places. But until then, how about we just offer him a fine meal at the Wentworth Club where we can all sit and discuss cats and how much we fancy them. I'll, while the topic may not sound super exciting to any of us, it's exactly what he needs. So a fine meal and discussion of people who share his interest in fine feline activity. And who's going to ransack his home while we're having this meal? That is the intent, is it not? Well, it's, you've, you've really picked up on the way things work, I think. Having seen a gentleman of your stature enter a home unbidden, I'm beginning to have an appreciation for the way things operate with you chaps. Well, we need a member, either Munden, you can definitely host someone at the club for dinner, couldn't you? Oh, quite. I could get it all set up. Excellent. Or, or, or Fuller, you could be the... You Any of you except me. Host. Yeah. And yes. you could definitely, you and, and, and Longton both, could both definitely enjoy the meal and I could I can go and do the job. Surely you don't suggest that I engage him in a conversation about cats. I'm just hoping that you'll spend more time putting food in your mouth than letting words fall out of it. Or Mr. Albright, you know, might be uh... Oh, I see. This is the dilemma. Neither one of you want to f deal with cats in person or necessarily conversationally. And so it's for Patrick and I and Mr. Munden. We have to, we, we have to be s grouped such that someone who's not deathly afraid of a simple pussycat can enter the home. I'll go. I'll tell you, I'll get into the house. I'll, mm -hmm. If unless there's a ton of cats there. Yes, and if there are cats there, perhaps they'll speak to me. 
That's right. If I'm nice. I'm willing to burn down the house and then sort through the ashes for the gym. I don't think the Eye of Lamatsu would be well served by um, arson. No. Thank you very much. Very well. well. Fuller, so, Fuller, I'm very happy that you're feeling better and that you are, you've rejoined us. Mainly because as long as you are here, I'm not the target of Miss Leicester's hatred and anger. So thank you for feeling better and returning. I think I've actually shown a great deal of patience and self-restraint. I think you have too. You've done a great job. But All right. Okay. Sorry, you're going to go? I'm going to go set up the... Uh, the arrangements um who's gonna call do you want you don't want to arrange the meal i mean you, you don't need to make reservations for a meal at wentworth club no but i could set it's up a, a nice uh, setting there that's a little bit of casually to the side well we have to see if he's gonna arranged. bite first um uh who's feeling charismatic actually um Miss Lightcaster, while you can't exactly make the call to invite him to a meal at the club, you do, and you do have cats. So, out of any of us, you may be the best suited to speak to him and hold the conversation during the dinner. I may need to do the job alone. Uh, um, I, which would make sense because I'm not much of a conversationalist. I know nothing about cats. Absolutely nothing. Munden at the dinner because he's the mem he's he's hardcore member that's not wanting to burn anybody's house down. I guess you could put it that way. Yes, yeah. quite. <laughs> All right, I can say that I'd like to set up a cat fans for society in my district. And I'd like his wisdom as an experienced organizer of a cat fancer society. And I offered to host a dinner at the club for you and your guest. That's perfect. Today is rather short notice, but we can try. Let's try. All right. And I do fancy cat barbecued with a little crow juice on the side. <laughs> Crow juice. All right. What what is crow juice? Is that some sort of uh, cocktail? So we're moving forward with the dinner arrangements. I think we are. I think we we might as well do that from the club. The call would be received from the club. Yeah. All right. Um. So you've gone back to the club, and who are you going to call? Uh, setting up a. A dinner, a private dinner, uh, is extremely easy. Uh, you just tell Sykes what you guys need and when you need it, and that's fine. Um, the only odd question is, will there be ladies present? Because it depends on where they're going to set it up. Yep, there will be. Um, There'll be at least one, and we assume that Philip Church is single because he's a cat fancier. <laughs> but he might have 
uh, you know, a lady to bring. I shall take care of all the uh, the, the in meeting uh, affairs. Make sure you let them know no cats are allowed at the club, though. If he just wants to bring one. Well, that end of the whole thing is is extremely easy. Um, I I I need to know what your interaction is. How do you get a hold of Mister Church? I was going to call him. I I was just looking at Audrey Lac uh, uh, Lacaster's stats that are basically from the scenario. She's really good at intimidate and not very good at charm, which is funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my, the premise is that I'm phoning, uh, that I want his advice about running or starting a cat fanciers guild that my friends at the Wentworth Club are hosting and might be the home of a London cat fanciers. Okay, we're going to have to Auxiliary. go through the whole whole conversation. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so you find his number. Um, uh, and you ring. Mm -hmm. And it rings. And it rings. And it rings. It rings like five times. And... Somebody picks up the phone and says, bloody hell, what do you want? Who is this? Oh, gracious me. Uh, sorry, uh, this is Ms. Audrey Lodcaster. I was calling for Philip Church. Is this the right residence? Yeah, I'm, I'm not taking calls right now. Thank you. And he hangs up the phone. Uh, new plan, gents. Uh, he sounded... Um, Upset. Uh, yeah, frankly, rather cross um, and uncommunicative. Uh, certainly not in a mood to be enticed to a nice dinner in town. Uh, which makes me wonder, I mean, what did he say exactly? He answered something like, bloody hell, what is it now? As though he'd been receiving a number of Lancaster. phone calls. I'm <laughs> I am quoting him, my good man, for informational purposes. Thank you. Um, which suggests that it might be an opportune time to visit him unannounced. He's under some other distress. Well, then let's go. All right. So it takes you a little while just to drive over to that part of town, to Sutton. Um, you've got his address. And as you are pulling up, now it's, it's a row of flats, not too dissimilar from uh, Reginald's flats. Um, they're single though, they're semi-detached um, and it's a single home. Uh, but you realize as you are driving towards the house and you're looking that there is a big black bow on the front door. which would indicate uh, he's in mourning. Indeed. Uh, we haven't gotten word that Mrs. Lewis has died, have we? No. Is it a coincidence that he's lost someone? Or do you think he has lost a cat? At any rate, uh, his, yep. his short nerves. 
You don't see any cats either at this place. I'll pull right up to the door, right up to the front door. I'm just going to park right outside of it. Okay. And I still don't see any cats. You don't see any cats. Not, not, not like you saw it, Mrs. Lewis. And there are lights on inside. I'm going to walk right up and ring his bell or knock on the door, whichever he has, right through the black ribbon. Okay. So what are the rest of you doing? Just watching? Yeah, in the car. Although, Patrick, I'd like to, I'd like to discuss what we might, um, what approach you might take to the idea that he has a stolen artifact. I mean, he might be very defensive. He might be on the defensive and we'd be able to pounce, but let's see what happens. Well, and just, I, I want your mindset, of course, to be the last time you confronted one of these cat people, people died. <laughs> be careful. Direct approach doesn't always work very well. Um, yeah, the, the direct approach is not the, the best approach. Yeah, we, we need to be cautious. In how we but Felix has already banged approach. on the door. Uh, All right. Uh, Felix bangs on the door. Uh, he bangs on the door twice. There's no answer. Um, but Felix, you think you can hear somebody moving around. Uh, you bang on the door a third time, and you hear angry footsteps heading towards the door. Um, the door opens, but only about that much. And um, there's a gentleman inside. He looks like he's maybe 40. Um, he looks like he has been crying. Uh, he is uh, dressed in black. And um, he opens up the door and he says, who the hell are you? What do you want? I want the cat's eye open. He slams the door in your face. I tried immediately. As soon as he, as soon as he closed it, I grabbed that doorknob and I try to push it right back open. All right. Um, do a luck roll. Subtlety. Uh, 73 on 53. Nailed it. All right. Uh, you push it for just a second, and he's like, bloody, bloody hell. And he, he slams the door, and you hear the lock lock, and you hear the, the steps bang, 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 uh, away. What do you do? Every one of them is still sitting in the car, aren't they? Yep, they don't know what's going on. Although they saw the door get slammed in your face. I'm going to try to pick that lock. All right. I would like, who in the car is watching? You're kind of crowded in the car, so. I think everybody I would be interested in looking. Yeah, but, I mean, there's only so many. I don't see you both. While you're all, all of you watching. Everybody, do a spot hidden. Uh, who's in the car? The windows are down. Oh, three. I failed. failed again. I haven't made one roll. 
Kind of a hard success as well. All right. Well, it makes sense that Fuller, because you're expecting something to happen, and Audrey, because you like cats, uh, you see this sort of quick exchange between Felix and the person at the door. The door gets slammed. You see Felix try to jimmy it. You hear the guy inside say something to Felix and slam the door. And, uh, and then Felix sort of leans down, and you can see him trying to jimmy the lock. Uh, but Fuller and Audrey, as, as you do this, you see something suddenly moving in the, the yard near the house, near the, the, the shrubberies or whatever. And there's one over here, and there's one over here, and they're big. They're maybe seven or eight feet tall. They're vaguely humanoid, except that they're, they have what, what look like claws, prodigious ones. And they, the head's kind of too big. Uh, it, and it's, it's kind of fluffy, if, if you will. But these black shadows are moving swiftly around the house towards the front porch where Felix is. And before you can really react, they move up towards Felix. Now, Felix, as you're jimmying your lock, you hear absolutely nothing. But the porch light suddenly goes out as you're, as you're doing this. And as you sort of look up at it, something grabs you from behind. Something comes over this shoulder and grabs you, and this shoulder and grabs you, and digs into your chest, and literally lifts you off the ground. Um, as you sort of look back, there are these shadows, but from your perspective, you can see that they are like giant men with lion heads. And they're looking into your face and they fling you back onto the lawn. Um, do a, a 1d8 damage. You're muted. Five. Five. All right. Um, and do an idea roll also. I remember these. Uh, these spark uh, these spark a little something in my mind of a lion-headed warrior. Uh, 74 on 80. Okay. As you get flung back onto your back onto the ground, and you can see these things now starting to move down the steps towards you, you realize from the gash marks that these are the same that that mul uh, that uh, what's his name had on him. Uh, the guy who started this scenario. <laughs> those, now, are they coming towards me? Yeah, they're coming towards you. I'm going to turn around and look up at Audrey through the glass of the window, and reach into my pocket, pull out the key and the paperwork. 
and push it as far as I can before they get to me towards her. Okay. And the car. So you sort of push it over onto the onto it's the grass. Just, I'm on the ground. Right. And I pull it out and I see her. I make eye contact with Audrey. And it, as in the little bit of time that I have, I hold it up and I push it as far as I can as I lay there. All right. Um, what you in the car see is these black shadow things suddenly pounce on uh, on Felix as he lays on the ground and there is a ripping and a tearing and whatever these things are, they're, they're tearing Felix apart. You also see that he seemed to have thrown a piece of paper with a key onto the grass, but these things are there. Um, and at one point, the things sort of look up in your direction, and what you can see is glowing eyes, glowing cat's eyes. What do you do? I can think what Fuller will do. <laughs> uh, I'm probably crying at this point. There's a sudden scent in the chatting wagon. Sand check? Yeah, everybody oh, can do yeah. a sand For check. Me especially. Felix, I don't think you make it out of this one. So one of them will rip your head off. Yeah, fail. I failed. I failed. I'm not, it. What's it I'm not even I'm not even trying to fight it. I've accepted that that was my fate. I think this was suicide by ghost cat, actually. <laughs> um Audrey, I would like you to do an intelligence role as well. Uh, well, uh, having failed the sand, how much is that? Intelligence, I make normal. Do a 1d4. Um, I'm sorry, and Patrick, also do a, an intelligence roll. Oh, Audrey's not so sane. I failed that. All right. I, I passed my sand check, but I'm going to go ahead and take four points because it's bringing too many reminders of what happened. Okay. Uh, Patrick, uh, you're okay. I mean, you're not okay. You, it just didn't affect you. But Audrey, as you're looking at them, not only do you take that sand roll, but you realize that what you are seeing in front of you from the shape and form, these are the Ugalos. They're Assyrian demons that have lion's heads and claws and are guardians, silent guardians of uh, whatever. Which also means all the crazy things that people have been telling me are true. So I'm going to take the full four points because that's, even though she, Andre was not very sane. I don't know why that is, but uh, now she's less sane because that's, because things are real. I, you know, my initial instinct when he was flung off the porch was to throw the door open or run after him. But I think now that there's blood geezering out, as the English would say. Uh, I'm just going to, like, bite my hand and cower and wait for it to end. There, there are men in black cloaks uh, accosting Matthews. No, no, Patrick, no, 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 no. Those aren't men. Those aren't men. There are no men here. Just, 
It's it's something worse. It's something far worse. Here we go. I don't know why he we did. We gotta go. Got to leave I, now. Can I shift over to the driver's seat and take off? Sure. Do a drive well, roll. Do we have the keys? Was the car locked? Or did he throw us the car keys? Is that what he was? Oh, crap. In which case, we wait here in terror for the feeding to end. Um, I want you all to do a spot hidden again. Made it. Normal success. I All right. Failed. Nice night for you, dice rolls. Uh, those of you who passed, you see a uh, uh, church uh, move the curtains aside like this and look out uh, onto the front porch. Uh, he looks and sees that that this has happened, and then you see him just let it let the curtains go and go inside. I mean, he didn't come outside. You know what I mean. There's just, he's there for a moment. He's, he's watched part of it. You're not sure that he saw you. No, in an unlit car on the other side of that nightmare would be very right. hard to discern a face. Ah, uh, yeah. Wow. It probably, the car really s smells like piss again. Sorry. After, after a moment uh, of these things hunkered down over Felix, you suddenly see them stand up, just, I mean, it's like in perfect unison on either side of Felix for a moment, and then both of them part and go off into the shadows and leaving a bloody, pulpy mess on the go front porch. Go get the porch. keys. Do I need a power roll to go and get the keys? Uh, Audrey, I'll get them. If you want to, yeah. If you, yeah, you know. I, I also Patrick wore men in coats yeah. for my friend. I go Thank and you. look around, like kind of, you know, run as fast as a big fat guy, run and grab him and just come back to the car. Let's get to the the, the nearest police. Police, police. Do you do you grab do you grab the paper? Whatever was on the ground. All right. Uh, you get back to the car and you realize that it's not car keys. It's the safety deposit box key and That's the sneaky bank bastard and the bank information. I pass everything through the Police. window and I look for a call box. No, no, drive, drive to the nearest call box. I want to be away from here. I suggest we don't call the police. No, 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 no. Let's call the police. Absolutely. He was murdered. He was murdered. Um, okay. Fuller, uh, molded, get out. I'm going to pop the clutch and push this thing. I ain't getting out of the car. What do you mean? What? Get out. I'm not going to that body to get the keys, and that's the only way I know how to get this car moving. Get out and push. I ain't getting out of the car. Uh -huh. I'll push. I'll push. I just want to get away from here and then call the police. I want the police to be here while the body is still fresh, while he's still warm, while Felix is still warm. I look through the envelope and papers again. Are the keys there? The envelope papers is just the uh, the bank key. Do a um do a luck roll. Does the though. car start? 
So I'm saying to get out and push it, put it in, and we can pop it. Uh, 32, I've passed it finally. Uh, we'll say that you, uh, we'll say that you realize that the keys are actually on the floor uh, under the, 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 dry, the, the steering wheel, that Felix must have dropped them. I, I, put, I put them in, start the car up, and drive. Okay. Just and around the you, corner, the first police box, the first yeah, police box. box. Police box. All right, so you go around the corner to the first police box. And you're going to tell them why? I just witnessed murder. murder. We drove past something, an assault. I'm already on the, the, the calling. Yeah, I we know, drove past an assault. We have the address. We, we saw the assault. Uh, if they, I mean, it, once they see the body, once they see poor yes. Felix lying there. And the cops are well aware of Mr. Matthews and me being friends. So we drove by and saw a stranger attack in an assault who just so happens to be a friend who, in fact, we're in his car. They don't have to hear any of that. It's, it's Philip Church's house and someone was attacked on Philip Church's lawn and murdered. Anonymous. Anonymous. Anonymous, but you know the name of the guy who owns the house? Just give an address. Don't, don't, no names. Anonymous. We well, don't have to be here. All right, well, so you're fighting in front of the police box. Well, yeah. I, picked, I just walked, I stopped the car, walked over to the police box and picked up the phone. I didn't even take part in that kind right. of And we're all yelling at you about what to say. And I'm saying... I told him Philip Church. I think there was a, I know there was a murder. Uh, and I give him the address. I said, I saw the door open, two cloaked figures come out and kill this man. And I hang up the phone. All right. And then what do you do? Get back in the car and. Where do we go from here? Dude. Where do we go from here? What did you pick up, Patrick? I, I tossed it to you as soon as I got it. Oh, right. So I'm reading. Oh, this is. It wasn't. Reginald didn't have it the whole time. Or did he steal it from Reginald's house? He did go in first. He did go in first. And he was a thief. And a he liar. did went straight to the desk with the mail. <sighs> and I thought he was maybe the right one. <laughs> All right, where are you guys going to go? What happened? This is you see. Murder. Take, murder. Take, take me to your damn club. I'm uh, joining. I don't think you should be alone. I don't think any of us should be alone. We, 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 we've got to get away. We've got to get away. Murder. There's murderers out there. I thought, honestly, I, I thought you were all mad. I thought you were all mad. Yeah, mad. All oh, as happening in again. me. It's happening again. No. No. I drive to the club and I'm like looking at them like. All right. So you arrive at the club. 
the only member, well, uh, Iowa, Iselwin and, uh, and Fuller are the two members. Um, I thought no, Patrick's a member. Oh, is Patrick a member of the Wentworth Club? Yep. Okay. All right, so you all end up at the Wentworth Club. Uh, you go up to a private room upstairs. Um, and you know what? I think that's a good spot to end it for now because you guys will probably want to discuss what the hell you're going to do next. <laughs> this has been an interesting last few episodes. I'm the last one of the original party. The last one of the original wow, party. Wow, true. Our players included David Gassaway, John Byron, Ford Fitch, Jason Nolenchok, and Cherry Bryant, with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows, and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Mm -hmm.